Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and joining me is the wonderful Regold. Good morning, Ree. Good morning, Stacey. How are you? I am very well, very well. Things are kind of heating up in terms of dance studio owner land. There's so much to do and it feels like it feels like I can't keep one foot in front of the other. <laughs> it really does. It's funny you should say that because I'm feeling like I get I'm getting that vibe from so many of the studio owners and teachers that I deal with on a weekly basis. Um, it's like the first time we put together a live show in three years. Yeah. Yep. And I think everybody's feeling it. So I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel better. I guarantee you, and those that are listening, uh, drop her a little note, Miss Stacy, and tell her that you're in the same boat. <laughs> you know, you know what it is, I think? Uh, after two years, in some cases, three years, since uh, a, a live performance, it's we've almost lost our uh, momentum. We used to be able to do this on an annual basis. Yes. At this, at this point, it's like starting from scratch again. And you know what? I think also it's changed. Like studio owners that I knew or know. Um, who used to do two and a half hour recitals and do two or three of them are now doing six 45 minute or one hour shows. Yes, a result of the pandemic, but actually doing that live and realizing what that entails, <laughs> I think in some ways is uh, stressing people out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just the, the next level of, of everything that that it takes to put on a show now. There's so much more paperwork. There are things you've got to think about that you've never thought about before because, you know, that was just the way things were done. And I think it's, yeah, throwing everybody into a little bit of a spin. Yes. Um, we talked about this a little while ago, but, uh, and we'll go in a different direction today. But I will say to all of our listeners, this is what you have been waiting for. This is what you were telling everybody you were dreaming of, the chance to get your kids back into a recital or on stage again. This is like, as I say at my conferences, we're living the dream. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to forget that in this uh I don't want to say chaos because I don't want it to, to sound <laughs> like that. I always try and think of a gentler word, but I think you get it. Don't lose sight of that fact. Yes? Absolutely. And don't get so wrapped up in everybody else's needs that you forget your own and forget the importance of looking after yourself. And and I'm going to say this because I know a lot of people are in this place. If that costume isn't going to make it, don't freak out. Figure out how you're going to cover the situation. 
you probably come up with a new way, a new costume that will work. So why put yourself through all that stress? And just so the listeners get this, you're not the only one who didn't get those costumes. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who are dealing with the same thing. It's really how we choose to react to it. And here's a lesson, or this is, this is my point. That is a lesson. What do we know now? Because our material comes from China that we need our costumes to be made in. And this product comes from another place and everything's stuck in the middle of the ocean. What have we learned? I'd say that going into the next season, I'd be that studio owner that was thinking I'm ordering only in-stock items. I'm the studio owner who's going to go to that sale that that costume company has, and I'm going to back myself up with 20 sets of costumes that I could choose to use this year or next year or the year after because I've learned from this experience. It's no one's fault. It's the way the world is right now. And yeah, we could get upset because we didn't get our costumes. But imagine if everybody who didn't get everything that they needed, whether it was to run their business or personally was freaking out right now, the world would be a disaster. Mm -hmm. we're, we're a group within a situation that the whole world is dealing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And are you feeling it, Ree? Are you? Because you're leading up to the conference. Which is uh, a, I'm a leading nice up segue. to the conference. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice segue. I don't even, we started talking right away. I don't think we did an intro. We were going to say, brought to you by the Dance Life Teacher Conference. We, we're dedicated to our craft, my friend. That's it. Straight <laughs> in. <laughs> Uh, but what, what, why did we just bring up the conference? Well, what because I'm feeling, oh, yes, that's because I've got my big show. Your like your big show is the conference. Like, how are you feeling? I'm slightly stressed. I think for me, it's more about not stressed, uh, so much about the conference itself but really wanting to be different from where I was in the past, uh, be unique. Like this is something I'll say to everybody as you're heading to the recitals. It's okay to do it differently. People want you to do it differently. It's, it's like make the changes you've always wanted to make. That's that's how I'm going into the conference. Yeah, it's stress. But uh, again, I can say this. So when I get to that place where I am stressing, I think that two years ago, all I wanted, okay, I'm reiterating my point, was to do a conference, a live conference. And... So I tell myself, this is going to be live, may not be the biggest conference, but it certainly can be the best conference, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just and like it can, 
Oh, sorry. I was just, let me, just <laughs> like it can be your best show, mm-hmm. even though it's different. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry, Stacey. No, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. That it, you know, different can be better. And that's okay too. And there will be, there'll be the parents in the audience that said, you know, the finale numbers usually always this, or the show normally always goes for two and a half hours. But if they're not in the arena, if they're not putting on a show next week, then I'm not interested in their opinion. I agree. And listen (laughs) to the, to the mom or whoever dad, I don't know that it would be a dad. Um, that came to you and said, I missed the two and a half hour show. There are 99 other people who are so thrilled that your show was an hour. Mm -hmm. Just please don't forget that. Those dads are getting in the car and going, honey, that was the best dance recital I've ever been to. Yes. It yeah. is really important that you give your audience the the clientele, uh, the people who pay the bills, what they're looking for, and not what you want. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, truth bomb. <laughs> yes, yes, I like that you called it a truth bomb. So we started re by you know talking about how people are feeling, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally. Because I think during this time when we have so much on and things really ramp up, not just for us, like ourselves and our business, but, you know, our lives ramp up as we head towards summer, the kids have got extra activities where, you know, dropping them to this presentation and that presentation and this final thing and this farewell and like the, the schedule, like your calendar just kind of starts to fill up. I think what we do as dance teachers, as dance studio owners is we think we know it's busy. We know we've got a hundred things to get done. And so what ends up falling to the bottom of the to-do list and the bottom of the priority list is ourselves. But I guess what we mm. wanted to talk to, about today was how this is the time where instead of putting yourself at the bottom of the list, in order to get through all of these things that we're you know, trying to ask of ourselves, we really need to put our own self-care and our own taking care of our own mental well-being and emotional well-being and physical well-being that needs to go to the top of the list you're right but i know our people stacy mm. and so our normal perception though we'll talk about why it isn't the right perception because i grew up like this with the mother that used to say this Let's say uh, we're two months out now from showtime, maybe in some cases even less. The answer in our brain and to everyone around us when they ask us either for something or what we're thinking and we have to make a decision, our response is after the recital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say to my mother, you know, can you sign my report card? She'd go, after the recital. <laughs> I know it well. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we need to like stop doing that to ourselves. Mm. And yes, make the time to stop for a minute. 
And and there are probably some people listening and go, oh, I can. It's recital time. You know, I've seen posts on the internet that go, don't mind me. It's recital time. Or get out of my way. It's recital time. (laughs) I say this. It's the happiest time of the year for every kid in your studio. So it needs to be the happiest time of the year for you. Mm -hmm. Consider that to a to a seven-year-old this is as big as christmas or whatever holiday that they celebrate yeah this like is this is it this is this is what you're putting out there so it has to be a positive vibe so what how do you make it a positive vibe I say give yourself more time and you say but I don't have time okay I can read some minds <laughs> it's like how to delegate it's like having the trust in other people after all these years of you doing this to turn it over to somebody else so you can stop and buy a nice outfit mm-hmm. to wear that day or to stop and do something with your kids that has nothing to do with the recital or dance. Mm-hmm. And then you're ready to go back to it tomorrow. Yes. Like we have to break out of the mode of, of I'm guilty too. break out of the mode of our, the dance thing comes first, or I'll word it this way. Uh, the dance thing doesn't always come first, but this is that time of the year when it does. Mm. And then, and then when we're over that period, we're so exhausted that it's hard to come back again and do that routine. Yeah. Yeah. So why not sort of look and go, okay, I'm coming up on Christmas time. This is the happiest time of the year. Yeah, it's so that mindset part is so incredibly important. And if you, you know, your your mind and body will believe whatever you tell it. So if you say, I don't have time to exercise, I don't have time to eat right, I don't have time to sit on the floor and play Lego with my kids, then you won't. Whatever, whatever you say come comes true. And you know. We all have it's also your priority. I hate to say it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not to make anyone feel guilty. But at this some point in your day, you may have your child like pulling on your leg and you're sitting on the laptop and you got to get something done. I say every once in a while you need to go. All right. I'll come with you. Mm hmm. Yeah. Not just for your child, but for your own. Yes. Thing. Because almost that, more for that. Right. That 15 minutes that you're going to spend, let's face it, you're not going to be terribly productive for that 15 minutes while you're on your laptop with a toddler on your lap. And that 15 minutes spent on the floor playing Lego is not only going to fill up their cup, but it's going to fill up yours as well. As long as you can switch off and actually be present at the Lego, not thinking about what's on the laptop. Yeah, I agree with that part. And then if, you know, if the child is then happy to play on their own, you can go back to the laptop and do in five minutes what would have taken you 15 with the child on your lap. No one told me that when I, when my kids were younger and I, you know, 
by the time I had Henry, who's my third child, it made so much sense to me. And I thought, you know, there's so many missed opportunities that I had with the first two, but it's so incredibly important to be thinking about the things that are going to light you up and the things that are going to fill you up and really leaning into those during this busy, stressful time. Yes. And, and patting yourself on the back, like, like people who are listening today, they, they, they're probably listeners who are putting on their 40th recital. Why should this be stressed? Haven't you figured this out already? And yes, I know it's a new world. It's we're, we're trying new things, but you've been doing this so long. This should be like your your soul, your inside should be like, okay, I'm confident. I got 20, 25 years of putting on recital experience. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's going to make me frazzled. Because in those 25 years, I've learned so many things along the way and had so many experiences that I thought were the end of times. And I realized they weren't. I was the only one who noticed that the, the music started a count into that group song. The audience didn't, neither did their parents. But I couldn't let that go. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Ray's going to break into song. <laughs> I think as well, it's it's about preparation, Ray. It's about, yes, okay. you know you need to get, you know, 5,000 costumes ready. And so you prepare for that. But how many times does the preparation, you know, for our meal planning or packing our lunches or making sure we have nutritious food in the fridge to fuel us for this busy time, how often does that kind of fall by the wayside? And if we took the time that we, you know, maybe we put 50 left, you know, 50 less rhinestones on that costume and instead jump up and go to the kitchen and prepare the meals for the week so that we know that we're going to be able to set ourselves up in, in the best possible way physically because we're fueling ourselves, I think that's going to make a big difference to the way that we're going to react with the kids in the classroom, the way that we're going to react with our team who we're leading during this time. I think that preparation and planning is something that needs to be talked about instead of just, oh, well, I don't have time this week because it's recital week, so I'll grab takeout, you know, every second night. And I'm guilty of that. Oh, I'm guilty of it. You make me laugh because I wouldn't want to tell the people who are listening, how much I practice what I preach. <laughs> this is what I say. I work on it all the time. Mm. Yeah. I work on it all the time. I try to think about it and try to balance myself. Though I get lost on the other side. Like I'm in probably that lost mode when it comes to the conference. Yeah. But I work on it. I, 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 I say, okay, today you are going for a walk. It is today. It's a 71 degree day. I told myself I had to. That's the warmest it has been mm -hmm. uh, all year. I can't let that day go. I probably would not have done that two years ago or three years ago. Mm. Learning all the time.
But no, that, that walk outside, Ree, was not just good for your physical body. I'm sure it was good for your for your mental health as well, getting to be yeah. in nature, the fresh air, the, um, you know, getting perspective when we walk out in nature. And even if it's just walking around the block, we still get perspective that everything in our little world, in our little recital world is not the biggest, you know, end of the world thing that's happening. There is a whole life going on outside our walls. And that's important to get that perspective as well. Yes. And when you think about that perspective, and let's say you worry about this not going right or that not going right, think it's simpler than that. Meaning those parents just want to see their kids on the stage. Mm They have such different expectations. And the majority of people listening, you are fulfilling those expectations above and beyond. That doesn't mean that there isn't one or two people who will come up to you and kind of make you feel bad because they found something wrong, because that's the way our field is. Mm. But no, you are giving more than or enough that your clientele will appreciate it, even if it isn't perfect. Yes. Yeah, they absolutely will. They absolutely will. Because it's Christmas for them as well. Getting to see your child on stage, smiling, having a great time, doing what they love. It's not just Christmas for the kid. it's, It's joyous for the parents as well. And they, they don't see whether the lines are straight and they don't see whether someone missed an entrance. They just see their child smile and that's the most important thing. And can I uh, take you back for a second? Because I want to make a, I think I've used this word before, so I'm going to do it again, a smart-ass com- uh, comment. Does that costume need another 50 rhinestones? Really? Mm. Is it going to make a difference? I get it if it's a financial thing. But if it's like, I want them to glitter a little bit more. And there's 22 kids now and you have to rhinestone those costumes. Is it, do you really need them? Mm. Do you think, I'll say it this way, do you think anybody's going to get in the car after the recital if you don't do it and go, there should have been more rhinestones on Susie's costume, don't you think? It just wasn't sparkling enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no one's saying that. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's, it's, don't go there. Like, like, if you're going to invest your time or even what it costs if you're, because you know half the people listening, if they thought the costume needed 50 more rhinestones, they go buy the rhinestones themselves Mm -hmm. because they're not going to charge the parents more than they said they were going to charge the parents. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth it? And could you take that, 22 hours and give yourself uh, a gift. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. <laughs> a, a day off. Uh, uh, your kids. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 on a beach and don't tell anybody where you're going. Yep. Yep. And when they ask, you say, I had meetings all day with myself. <laughs> I, I think we should call this podcast. Do you really need 50 more rhinestones? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> no, there are so many more things you could do with that time that will look after you and that will mean that you get to the end. Because this is the thing, Reet. Yes, it is a stressful time, but then the recital happens and you're on a high, you've got all that adrenaline, and then we crash. And not only yes. do we crash, but we crash with a, a list in front of us that's, you know, a mile long because of all the things that need to be done after the recital. <laughs> yes, that was it. I wanted to make sure we got that in it. Yes, because some people will write down what they said after that they needed to do after the yes, recital. I always do. So, so instead of that next morning waking up and going, oh, no, here I am. I have to do all this stuff. And I feel like it, rubbish because I haven't looked yes. after myself for the last three weeks. I'm going to take it one step further. Going to make some people faint. But what if I... The recital I'm making this date up is June 1st and 2nd. On the 3rd or the 4th, I'm going on a one-week vacation. Mm -hmm. Like, I scheduled that, just like I scheduled the recital, just like I scheduled the four dance competitions we went to this year, mm -hmm. just like I scheduled all the faculty and staff meetings I need to have, just like I scheduled all of the things that go on in my life. I'm scheduling this week off. Yep. That is for me, my family, whoever you choose it to be. Maybe you want to get away from your family at that point. <laughs> <laughs> your family want you to get away from them <laughs> that could be it your family might invest in this vacation if you say it the right way that's that's exactly right and that getting out of town getting out of that headspace means that you don't sit and go over the oh that didn't go right or oh I thought that was going to be different and oh, like you don't you don't play that game because you're on a beach somewhere and the recital is over and the past is in the past and you're moving forward. It's so powerful. Do you do that after the conference, Ray? You sounded I like, you sounded like experience. <laughs> I have done it many times. Uh, last year, I recommend this as well. I went away uh, and came back, let's say four days before the conference. So was that like week that would have been that last week of stress? You I went, went away. away. I uh, went to do a memorial service for a friend, mm -hmm. and I stayed a week. It was in California, and that I I justified it that it was a memorial service, so I had to do this. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I thought I went into that event much more relaxed, calm. I mean, I was on a beach. Who does that before a conference? So yeah, that gives me a bit of anxiety, but it means that your team, obviously, who are awesome, had it together. They had 
their systems. They had yes. their processes. They, need, they knew what needed to be done. They got it done. And then you were able to come back in and make it happen in a much better headspace. I, I agree with that. And, and what it made me do was I had to be ready way earlier mm. yep. than I normally would have been. So even going on the trip and having all the people to continue with the details that need to still be worked out, I felt a sense of relief because instead of backing right up to the start day with my... <laughs> notes and all the other things that I need to get done for a conference that are usually last minute. It was done. Yep. And what a good feeling that must've been. Oh yeah. You can lay on the beach. You can lay on the beach when you have that in your, in your mind. So imagine your recitals all set. You have a great office manager or a recital assistant Mm -hmm. that is taking on those last few days and you come back a few days before you you tidy up everything and you go in with your damn that's what every recital needs a good tan (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's really smart ray and thank you for sharing because so many studio owners would think oh i couldn't possibly do that but you role modeling that yes it's okay you run one of the biggest conferences in the world and you take four days on the beach before it happens like that role modeling that for us makes it okay for us to book that vacation to book that time off and it might it might just be two hours to start with people don't have to go away for four hours straight away you can start with baby steps you take an afternoon and go to the spa you take you know the afternoon and and drive uptown you like whatever can get you moving in that direction to have that little bit of freedom I think is important I, I agree with you wholeheartedly and that that uh, I bring up one point that I think it was really good for all of us are leaders and we try to be, you know, uh, what do I want to call it, a leader that leads by example, by the time you get to that week or 10 days before your show or for me a conference. We may not react to people in the best way Mm -hmm. and they're stressed as well. The leaving them alone to do what they have to do. I think we all gelled better when we got to the event. Mm -hmm. Like I was out of the here saying, hey, did we do this? Hey, did the signs come in to the blah 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 showroom i didn't ask those questions yeah because they all had to take care of that yeah so i actually think it created a better vibe uh culture among everybody responsible for putting on the event so that's something to think about as well i love it so if you want to see re chilled out relaxed, calm, with a good vibe, then get yourself to the Dance Life Teacher Conference coming up this July. It's going to be an awesome time. And today's podcast episode has been brought to you with thanks to the conference. So thanks, Ray. Thank you all for listening. And, and please be grateful and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us for Ray Gold's Dance Life Podcast. 
Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 